This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. It's always great to be with you, and I appreciate the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And of course, there's a lot affecting us, and most of it's not good from my perspective, especially nationally. But anyway, uh, despite that, we forge on and we try to figure out what we need to do to uh, preserve our constitutional rights and our God-given liberties, and that's what this show's all about. And we're so glad that you're a part of it. Have a great show for you today. We've got some excellent guests joining us. They haven't been on in a while, so I'm really excited to be joined today by Marjorie Guzman and Carla Francisco of Topaz Clinical Research. Marjorie, Carla, thanks for being here. Thanks, Roger. Thanks for having us on. Thank you for having us. We're happy to be here. You know, there's always exciting, new, exciting, innovative things taking place at Topaz Clinical Research, and I always love having you come over and share about it with us and our listeners. Well, yes, thank you so much. I mean, we've missed the uh, listeners. It's been a while. Um, We've been pretty busy um, trying to um, grow Topaz Pediatric and and trying to bring more things into the community. Um, We have some exciting trials coming on. Um, We have some exciting trials that are in the pipeline. Um, So just... um, and like Marjorie mentioned, Grow Topaz Pediatrics because that's a second um, yes. a second branch we're opening. Right. That, uh, that, that yeah. leads my next question, exactly. which maybe yeah. should have been my first question, is <laughs> uh, what has taken place, what new has taken place so at Topaz we, since we, you were here last? Yeah. So, so we're Topaz Clinical Research, but we are also opening Topaz Pediatrics. Um, so we're really excited about that because we, um, we have a lot of um, parents in the area that need a pediatrician. Um, and they were coming to our trials, our, our uh, infant trials or our um, adolescent trials that we were doing. And um, they they didn't have a pediatrician that they either, you know, they may have wanted a different one or they just hadn't been going, hadn't seen one yet. Didn't have a um, especially since mm-hmm. we were doing infant formula trials and we are still doing infant formula trials. Um, these are brand new babies up to 14 days old. Moms are still needing a pediatrician. And they really liked our doctor, our Dr. Gutierrez, um, who's our pediatrician there. And we were just like, well, we need to do something, um, do do something here. I mean, we need to yep. be able to see them on for their regular visits, also outside of just for the trial. Um, so that's our next branch here is Topaz Pediatrics. So we're opening that up. Um, it'll be all within the same building for now um, until we um, till we you know get to the yeah. next mm-hmm. next stage of an, into expansion. Um, but still there on twenty five thirteen East Cimarron Boulevard. Um, so yeah, it's going to be really exciting. And, and like I said at the top, something always new and exciting yeah. happening at Topaz. <laughs> yes, yes. And what's really exciting about um, bringing it in, I mean, we, we are considered an area of critical needs. So we know that it's we, we have a need for pediatricians. Um, we're doing our best to get credential with Medicaid so that we can start seeing patients with Medicaid and, you know, sliding fee scales. I mean, this is all new to me, but I'm really excited about it. And then we're trying to make things a little bit different where our, our doctor is going to be able to take a little bit more time. Um, we know that sometimes, you know, you get 10 minutes, maybe 12 minutes with the doctor. And our doctor, her interest was really to be able to sit there and talk to moms about issues. 
um, without us rushing you out the door. So, we, you know, we're trying to see about doing maybe 30 minute slots where you can sit there with the and, and talk to the doctor about any of the issues or concerns you have. So we, we're trying to make something a little bit different. Um, but in the meantime, also, we will be bringing our our ongoing clinical research studies that we have. I mean, we're that's that's our that's exactly. my passion. Um, that's something that I love. And um, and like I mentioned, we have our pediatrician and then also our nurse study coordinator, uh, Christy, which I know we've mentioned her. It's been a while, but she is a pediatric nurse. So, I mean, we're prepared to see those pediatric patients. Great. Great news, and thank you for updating us. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. At Christner's, you'll find generous servings of prime cuts of beef and cold-water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old-school elegance and sophistication. Now let's go back to Marjorie and Carla of Topaz Clinical Research. And thanks for bringing us to date on your new pediatric division, if you will, um, now, can you tell us a little bit more about some of the things that are ongoing, you know, that, that you had, you know, in place in terms of research studies and, um, you know, in addition to the p- yeah. recent developments about pediatrics? Sure. So, and then, so, since we are doing this, but um, it's not, like like Marjorie said, it's not our only thing we're doing. Um, we are still doing our clinical trials, and we are still doing our clinical trials from infants to um, adults. Um, so, it's, we have a variation. It's not, it's not just trials on pediatrics. Um, so what's really exciting is that we have a bunch of stuff coming up. It's all in the it's all in the pipeline. It's starting up soon. Um, our clo- our our soonest one is our OCD trial. Um, that one's really exciting. That is that's an adult trial. So Obsessed that one's compulsive disorder. Exactly. So that one's from eighteen to sixty five years old. So that that one is for adults. Um, for um, for someone who is diagnosed already with OCD. Um, it's a some. And they're taking medication. Yeah. So that's, I, I know that we all say, oh, I think I'm a little OCD and <laughs> because I like things done a certain way. But this, this is for patients who have been diagnosed already with OCD um, and that are taking medication and the medication is not working for them. Yes. Um, so, so this is like um, she mentioned. So they, yeah, they don't currently 65. have, they, 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 they would have been diagnosed and then um, probably prescribed something. So they, they don't currently have to be taking the medication right now um, to join this trial, but they had to have been diagnosed already a year uh, for the trial. The okay, the trial. and then we also have a pediatrics migraine study coming up um, for children who are suffering suffering with migraines, and those are from, um, I believe, 6 to 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, that is pediatric migraine. We also have another infant formula study. Um, you know, we love our infants, and we love having the babies come to our site, and those are usually studies that, you know, uh, we, we see the baby be- before day 14, we weigh your baby, we measure your baby, you come for so many visits, and the baby gets all the formula they want. And this is usually with uh, well-known pharmaceutical companies that are already providing infant formula on the market. Um, we have also an observational asthma for people who are suffering with asthma, but they're not doing well with their medication. Um, they, um, This is, um, you, you would have to have, I think for that one, you have to have your own insurance, and, and we will prescribe you, um, what's the name of du- the medication? Dupixent. Dupixent um, inhaler. And um, and then it would just be to observe how you're doing with that um, with that medication. Um, and then you could ask more questions. I mean, you could always call us at 407-703-4342, 407-703-4342 for any questions that you have, not just, um, you know, about our studies, but just if you're curious about what clinical research is. Um, and then visit us on topazclinicalresearch.com. Um, we are a bilingual site. So if you know someone who needs, uh, you know, that, that, that want information or want to talk to someone in Spanish, we can do that also. 
Great. Thanks for that information, friends. We're speaking with Marjorie and Carla of Topaz Clinical Research on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. Before we go back to Marjorie and Carla, I want to let you know about my friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair. And, of course, I have learned, and I think we've all been in a similar boat, is that one of the most uh, stressful, (laughs) uh, frustrating things that can happen is for our car to break down um, and not to have a trusted place to take it. Well, fortunately, I haven't had that problem in about 20 years because I thanks I was uh, fortunate and blessed enough to find Demetrius and Odysseus over at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. Also, if there's anything related, even for anything as small as an auto change or um, you know a, a check of your uh, of your car or major problems, uh, I urge you and encourage you to get over to see. Demetrius and Odysseus at Sheeler Auto Repair, and they're located at 1908 South Arms Trail in Apopka. Now back to Marjorie and Carla of Topaz Clinical Research. And why don't you, uh, Marjorie, just talk to us a little bit more in depth uh, about clinical research. You know, essentially, what is it, and you know, what led you to this path now that uh, you know that you're conducting clinical research under the umbrella of your own company right here in Apopka. Well, yes. Thank you, Roger. Um, um, I I, I talk like, you know, like I've been here since I I was here all day yesterday. But clinical research is um, the first time that you would have medication tested on on humans um, because um, every medication has to go through a process. And I know that we've all heard different information, especially with COVID right now. And we're all hearing about the COVID vaccine and which is really exciting for us in clinical research because it has... um, gotten that information out and, and, and it's starting to get people to ask, what is clinical research? Well, clinical research, like I said, and it has to go through different phases before the FDA approves any of our medications. And that's anything that you see on a counter in a grocery store or on the CBS or any of those stores, you're going to, all that medication had to be, you know, go through different types of testings. Um, so that's what we're doing. We're, we're going through, you know, we, we do the testing at our site. We pay the patients to participate. And you don't have to have insurance. It's all confidential. So you don't have to worry about any of your information being shared. Um, It's up to you to share it with your primary doctor if that's what you want to do. But all of the studies that we do um, are confidential, no insurance. And um, not only that, but you get to participate in, you know, the, the creation of future medications, which is really exciting for a lot of people that we have where they feel like I'm doing something for the future and if I have, let's say, um, I, I have a certain disease, at least with me participating in this clinical trial, I'm contributing to maybe finding a cure to that disease. So, I mean, those are those are the things that we um, do. And then I've been in the industry for about 20 years. Um, I, I started out in a, as a study coordinator, like in a little site like the one I have now. And um, then I worked my way and became an auditor in pharmaceutical, in the pharmaceutical companies, and I used to contract with them. I traveled all over the United States to different sites like mine um, to make sure that they follow the FDA regulations and protocol regulations. And um, I really wanted to open up my own research site. I think it's an exciting field. I, I love everything that has, you know, that has to do with clinical research. I'm looking to open up, a, you know, starting a podcast. That's my next thing so that I can start informing everyone around about clinical research. Um, so that's kind that's, of how I ended up here. <laughs> well, see, friends, I told you that they always have innovative, <laughs> exciting things taking place at Topaz Clinical Research. Well, it's time for our first break. We'll be back in a few minutes with Carla and Marjorie from Topaz 
Before we go to that break, of course, I want to give a shout out to our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain supports our program and all the programs you hear on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today during these troubling times. And it's always great to have great guests to have us join on the show. We're pleased today to be joined by Marjorie Guzman and Carla Francisco of our friends over at Topaz Clinical Research. And we're getting a whole lot of great information from Marjorie and Carla. Before we go back to them, I want to give, let you know about our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that if you have a garage door problem of any kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. They have, a, of course, a huge residential division, and they also have a huge commercial division. In fact, commercially, some of the most prestigious companies in the state of Florida are customers of Florida Door Solutions. So when you have garage door problems, please know that Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Or visit FLADOOR.com. Now back to Marjorie and Carla. And, uh, you know, Carla, I mean, Marjorie, can you talk? I'd like to explore a little bit more about just the, you know, for lack of a better word, client experience at Topaz Clinical Research. Can you kind of take it from the top? I mean, first of all, how do your how do people find out about you if they want to participate in a study? Uh, how do they find out about you, and how does that process start? And and then once you know once you know they sign up, if you will, and are accepted, what what is that experience like for them? Okay, well, I mean, we'll, we'll jump back and forth between Carla and I. Um, well. Um, they can find us on our website um, to see what studies we have going on. Um, if a person, um, there's a website called clinicaltrials.gov, which is a government website of people who are looking for a particular disease, let's say someone who might have diabetes and they want to participate, they can always look for trials there. But for us, they can go on our website, topazclinicalresearch.com, and we'll list out the studies that we have upcoming or the ones that we have enrolling. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is, if, let's say you're interested, you could give us a call, you could send us an email. Um, you can leave us a message. We will contact you if needed. I mean, we will make sure to follow up with you. Um, and then we'll have a conversation on the phone. And I'll, we would need to say, let's say there's a particular study that we have going on, let's say for this infant formula. We'll ask you about, you know, when are you due? When is your baby due? So we'll need details to make sure that you're able to participate in that study because every single study is written different because they're all looking for just something slightly different. Once we see that you're able to participate, we'll ask you to come in. Um, We'll schedule some time. We work with your schedule. So we'll be there early in the morning if need to be, or we can be there late at night um, to get there. We usually, we could be there on a Sunday. We're usually closed on Saturdays, but we are available to work around anyone's schedule. 
And you'll come in and you'll sign what they call the informed consent form. And this is the most important part that everybody's always worried about. Like, I don't want anyone experimenting on me and I don't want to know. The informed consent form is required by the FDA that you have to sign it. And it's going to tell you everything that's going to happen in the study. All the details of the study, how long your visits are going to be, what your benefits are for participating, what your risks are for participating, because everything has a risk, right? Um, Who your doctor is, who we are. Every single little detail that you need that's going to happen during this study is going to be in the informed consent form. After the informed consent form is signed, we do what we call our screening visit. And let's say we have to draw some blood for depending on the study or if we have to do a physical exam. Our doctors will be there to meet with you during the screening visit. We'll answer all of your questions. And then after that, we schedule your, your continuing visits. Um, if we have to give you medication, what would usually happen for the screening visits, you'll come back to what they call a baseline visit. And that's usually when you get your medication, if you need medication. Um, and then we just follow up with you and schedule your visits. So, I mean, it depends on, on the study. It depends on the, um, the, the type of study you're looking for. Um, but that's usually the process of clinical research. And then you'll participate. One thing to remember is that you are a volunteer. You can always say halfway through the study, if you, if you, you know, you decide you don't want to participate, then you don't have to participate. It's not something that ties you down, nor is anyone going to use it against you for not wanting to participate. Um, that's why we do that pre-screening is what we do to make sure that you are sure. Um, if you're not even sure, we can email you the informed consent form so you have all of the information before we schedule time. Because like I said, we, that's, by the time you're ready to come into our office, we have our doctor scheduled to come in. Our doctors are not in our office all the time, but if they have a patient that's coming for their study, they will be there. So we have not doctors, we have nurse practitioners, we have uh, physician assistants. So we usually make sure that if you say you're coming, we schedule them, they'll be there and they're able to see you. And that's usually the way the process of any clinical research study and, and, and the way that they go. Exactly. Carla? And if you, if you actually don't have, if you, if you look on our website and there's something on there that we're not doing right now um, that you're interested in, give us a call either way. Um, call us or email us. Um, you can call us at 407-703-4342 or email us at information at topazclinicalresearch.com and, um, and let us know what you are interested in. Um, what you would like to participate in, and we actually can start looking for trials in that um, in that indication. Um, yes. So just let us know uh, what you're interested in um, if we're not doing it yet. Yeah, I mean, um, we are a veteran-owned business. I, I am a veteran, and um, so one of my passions is PTSD. Um, we've had several people call us, and we've uh, um, also I've, I've made some contacts with um, other veteran associations who have a group of people who are interested in participating in PTSD studies. Um, we didn't know that there was a need or that there was something that someone was interested in. So Carla is the person who, who looks for these studies for us. So now that we've gotten this information, it was just this past week with this, had this conversation, we're going to start looking for those studies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important that if you feel that there's something or there's a need in the community and you feel like, you know, I, I, I'm interested in this and there's really nothing else out there, um, just let us know and we can start that hunt. I mean, that's what we'll start looking, um, yeah. especially if we see that there's a need in the community. Yeah, and that's what you'll hear from us, too. So we'll start reaching out to those groups also, any groups out there that are that are doing something with uh, patients that could possibly join our study. We're going to reach out to you. Um, so look out for us, Topaz Clinical Research, yes. um, because we do want to partner together to get help for those patients that you might be having in your um, you know, your community group. I know there's like different um, cancer organizations and groups here that diabetes um, and diabetes mm-hmm. groups. So, they, and, you know, autism, different different groups that and, and when we get those trials, we reach out to 
to your group um, to try to, to work together to find something that might work better for, for the patients that are in your group and then could possibly join our trials. And, of course, anybody who's interested could find out at topazclinicalresearch.com. Yes, yes. And, friends, we're glad you're joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're speaking with Marjorie and Carla of Topaz Clinical Research. And now, Marjorie and Carla, you had mentioned that you, you know, if somebody's interested in participating, but they might have difficulty with transportation or, or other, uh, you could possibly assist with transportation, and there, there, there might even be uh, opportunities for compensation for people who participate. Can you elaborate more on that? Yes, yes. Actually, we do um, provide after the person has screened, because we have to make sure that this person is going to be participating in their study, we are able to provide transportation. So we have had several patients that, you know, we we were able to get them in for their screening visit, um, and we provide transportation. We will get an Uber for them, um, and we've provided transportation throughout the whole study. So transportation is not an issue, um, especially once you're in our study. And for every one of our studies, we do compensate. So that's what we were mentioning. You don't need to pay us. And you don't need to give us your insurance information because we don't need that. Um, but we will pay you to participate because you're, you know, you're giving us your time. And if you have, you know, a car that you're driving, we want to make sure that you have gas in your car. So you do get compensated for all of your studies, for participating in the studies. Now, it's not something that's going to make you rich, but it's definitely something that's going to, you know, help you to get to the site and, um, you know, because we do want to make sure that you're participating because we, we, we're all in this together and we're trying to create new medications because there's, there's a need. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if you're there, it's because you want to contribute and um, you're going to be helping us in, in, in creating new medications. Sounds great. And anything else you'd like to share with us before we take our next break? Um, just check us out on topazclinicalresearch.com. Like I said, you can email us if you have any questions, any concerns, anything you want to know about, um, a little bit more about research. You can email us at information at topazclinicalresearch.com um, or give us a call at 407-703-4342. And, um, <laughs> and, um, and, and, and yeah, and, and we do speak out. Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if any, any doctors are out there that are listening to us that are interested in participating in clinical research, we can have that conversation too because we, we have several doctors that we're working with um, who want to participate in clinical research but are running their own practice. They don't have the time, and we make it easy for them where we run the whole study mm-hmm. and um, the, the doctor can participate So um, and they can refer their patients. So we can do that too. And one more thing before the break. Uh, I think one of the advantages of Topaz is you've got a very convenient location, easy-to-find location. Uh, can you share about yes, where Yes, we are on 2513 East Cimarron Boulevard. We are right there by the, by um, what is it, Line Drive, between Live, Line Drive and Wakiva, Wakiva Springs yeah. mm-hmm. Boulevard, um, right on 4th. 436. 436, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to find all the markers. Yeah, we're on 436. Uh, yeah, it, it, so. On the Apopka, Apopka, it's very near Hunt Club. It's just a little west of Hunt Club. Exactly, exactly. So it's easy to find us, 2513 East Cimarron Boulevard uh, in Apopka. And, um, you know, you could, like I said, we could go, you could go on our website. We have all of our information on there. Um, and if not, then, you know, just give us a call and we can help you a little, to locate us. 
and of course, people that live over on West Orange County or even Osceola County, Kissimmee, um, and even south of there uh, can easily find you or exce- uh, exactly. you'll get to you on the 429. And yes, everyone, yes. everyone can join. So like, anyone, can, exactly. anyone can join, depending. The, the, the area doesn't matter. Yes, yeah. we've had patients come in from Lakeland. We've had patients come in from Daytona. I mean, it's it's if you have a need and there's a study that's going on and you have a, a desire to participate, I mean, it doesn't matter to us where you're coming from. Um, so everyone is welcome to, we'll make it to work. show it. Yeah, exactly. And we'll make can, it work. Friends, you can find them at topazclinicalresearch.com. Well, before we go to break, I want to, of course, give a shout out to our friends over at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. And, of course, as the uh, weather is getting you know, wetter and hotter <laughs> day by day now, um, of course, that means there's a lot more work to do in our yards with our lawns and in our yards and, of course, businesses that need landscaping uh, if you have anything, any need regarding landscaping, lawn and garden, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair is your one-stop center. And you can find them at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's Highway 441 on the north side of Apopka. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you today. Hope you're enjoying the program. Marjorie and Carla from Topaz Clinical Research are still joining me in the studio. Now we have another excellent guest I'm excited about. Pastor Eric Allen is joining us by telephone. We'll go to him in just a moment. But before we do, of course, I want to let you know that Mother's Day is not too far away, and I would encourage you to check out Thompson Jewelers. They can help you select a wonderful gift for mom. They'll give you a lot of help and advice, and it's a total non-pressure environment. And of course, Thompson Jewelers is the longest-serving jewelry company in the city of Orlando going all the way back to 1946. That's Thompson Jewelers. They're located in the Colonial Plaza on East Highway 50, of course, the venerable Colonial Plaza, the Orlando's first mall back in the day. And they're in the Hobby Lobby Center right on the, actually the border between Kissimmee and St. Cloud on 192. Thompson Jewelers, perfect place for the perfect gift for mom this Mother's Day. Now let's go to Pastor Eric Allen. Hello, Pastor. Thank you for joining us. Hey, it's great to be with you today. Uh, and now, can you first of all share the church, your church, and maybe a little bit about it that you'd like our listeners to know? Sure. Uh, I pastor Connect Church in Sanford, Florida. Uh, we are located at uh, 1607 Sanford Avenue, just a little south of the downtown area. And uh, we are uh, Southern Baptist Church. And uh, we are just serving the Lord and uh, trusting Him as we move along. Now, I know you've, we've had some interesting conversations off the air. And f- first of all, it was great to see you at the Pastors Masters Golf Tournament, you know, by our... You know, oh, we had a blast there. Hosted by our sister station, WTLN. And you know, it, was so happy, it was so nice to see so many pastors out having actually a day that they could relax and uh, just so many smiling faces. It was, it was a great event. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you what... Uh, 
us pastors, we really appreciate that event that they put on every year. It is just a phenomenal blessing to us, and, and, and thumbs up. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, you're welcome, and that's why we do it. Now, I'd like to, um, you know, one of the things that I, my listeners know, and you're one of them, um, our listeners know, that's on my mind is just the, 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 the literally daily attack and assault uh, by the elites, if you will, and, you know, to find out maybe yeah. a little bit later, uh, on our God-given constitutional liberties. Uh, first of all, our God-given liberties to begin with um, that existed, of course, prior to the Constitution, but um, our constitutional liberties as set forth in our Constitution and our Bill of Rights are literally being assaulted um, not only every day, but, but but by powerful forces now, uh, and also powerful forces that seem to be aligned. And I'm talking specifically about big tech, of course, censoring the president yeah. even, um, and, and numerous other people since then, uh, going so far as to cancel Dr. Seuss, if you will, for just two you know, blatant examples. Um, but they seem to be, of course, aligned with the traditional left, um, um, the traditional globalist forces around the world, but also now with, with longstanding American institutions, uh, including uh, big corporations today, you know, the, the big, cor- big corp, if you will, uh, is aligned yeah, on their absolutely. side now. Uh, but anyway, uh, can you just talk about uh, your thoughts on, on the situation and, you know, you know yeah, how, you th- I, how do you think we I, need I, to, to, I, to exist in this world, basically? I, I tell you what, I am, I am extraordinarily concerned about the direction of our nation right now. Uh, when you can censor and cancel the President of the United States without any consequences to it whatsoever, we're in trouble. And when you look at the alignment, and this is the scariest part of all of this, and it's the alignment. It is the alignment of our educational system, the media, the corporations, and our leftist government all working in multiple parallels towards the same goal, and that is to dismantle America as it was founded and to replace it with a neo-Marxist model that is doomed to absolute failure, to the erosion of all of our constitutional freedoms, and to place us in the lower rung of the nations of the world. You know, and and I, I actually see it the exact same way, and um, and one of the things I guess I'm just really coming to uh, to realize is that we have been so blessed to grow up in America, be born in a, most of us born in America, others you know, who immigrated here, who seeking freedom and more opportunity. Um, certainly, those who were born here, and I'm speaking primarily myself, kind of have taken a gr- taken freedom for granted all these years. Have just kind of taken it for granted. Yeah, we've got a constitution. Yeah, we've got rights. Yeah, we've got uh, you know. Right to free speech. We've got the right to, to to keep and bear arms. We've got all these other rights, uh, you know, uh, um, due process and all these things. Yes, it, it, we just all. Here's the danger. Here's the danger. Well, well, again, let me, let me finish, please. Uh, um, okay, sir. Trying to think of the point I had, but um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. The, the danger is, even though we have the Constitution, even though we are quote-unquote, protected by the Bill of Rights. None of it means anything if those in power are not willing to enforce the rule of law. It's just like when, during the election, when, in Pennsylvania, they were physically throwing uh, poll watchers, Republican poll watchers, out of the precinct uh, and 
putting up the, the boarding up the windows and all of this stuff so they couldn't see in, couldn't do their job. A, a, a judge issued an order to permit them to return in and do their job. And they wouldn't recognize the order. When they went to the sheriff, the sheriff said, I don't care what the judge said. I'm not taking that over there. I'm not, I'm not going to escort you. No. He had, a, he had a legal obligation to do his job to enforce that court order, but he would not do it. And here's the problem, the big problem. There was no consequences for that action. When you look at what happened in, in the election, we saw televised flagrant violation after flagrant violation after flagrant violation. And then in the aftermath, it was nothing to see here. And if you say there is something to see here, well, then you are conspirators. You are the, the people that are destroying America. You're lying and all the rest of it. And I always find it interesting that the left is always accusing the conservatives of what they're guilty of. Now, in the few minutes we have left, we've got about uh, three and a half to four minutes, I, you know, and I always hate to pose problems without you know, solutions. Now I realize there are no simple solutions or easy ones to the predicament we're in, but, um, you know, and I know that you're on, um, you know, as an individual and, and you know, in your leadership capacity uh, as, as a servant of the Lord, as a pastor, you are doing a lot of things uh, to push back. What, what would be some things that you could share with our listeners or suggest that, that we should do to, to, you know, just not to sit here and accept this? Okay. From, uh, from, from my position as a pastor, uh, you know, you're always having to walk that fine line, you know, in the political arena and all that. And how I address that is I address the moral issues, and I don't allow the left to in, intimidate me on addressing those moral issues. Uh, I preached a message uh, against the unbiblical nature of critical race theory in my church. Uh, and I was like, well, you can't do that. Well, I did it. Uh, and I, I want to stand on these moral issues. Uh, we take a strong stand on the abortion issue and, and, and other issues. It's a loving stand. It's truth and grace, but we take the stand. we got elections coming up. I think we need to be involved in, in that. We need to be politically involved. And those who say that as Christians we shouldn't be politically involved, that's just, that is just a ruse to try to get us out of the process. And I am a member of uh, a conservative Republican organization, grassroots organization that works towards uh, uh, finding and helping to get into position uh, conservative candidates. Uh, and I, I would encourage everybody to, number one, get involved, know what's going on, find the group to get involved with, and, and do your duty as a citizen. The third thing, is that we need to cancel the cancel culture. Uh, for example, I no longer shop at CVS. Uh, there are a number of other stores I don't shop at because they chose to be in the cancel culture and cancel Mike Lindell of my pillow and not allow his products to be sold in their stores because he dared to speak out about the election. I don't drink Coca-Cola anymore because Coca-Cola in their uh, rage against uh, the uh, legislature in Atlanta took the all-star game out of there and cost a lot of people their jobs when they did that and moved that game to Denver. I called the uh, uh, Major League Baseball headquarters and I told them uh, what you're doing is not right 
and I'm not watching baseball anymore. I don't watch football anymore. I don't watch baseball anymore. I don't watch basketball anymore, and I don't do it because they are being so un-American and so anti-American in so much of what they're doing, and I'm just not going to support them in doing that. And while, on the one hand, I don't like having to do that, I don't see how else we're going to be able to answer the cancel culture than to just cancel them. We do that enough, and these corporations will say, hey, this is the money issue. No, I, I commend you, and um, yeah, I would just, before we wrap up, we got to get to our break in just a, a few seconds, but yeah, and I, I hopefully there will be some some, mat, some large organized efforts to do exactly what you're talking about. I mean, you've, you're doing the yeah. most important thing, which is starting as an army of one, and, and you know, doing it as uh, under the, you know, the guise of your own individual responsibility, as many of us are, but um, hopefully this will grow into a situation where there, there are massive, uh, we u- utilize our resources, including media resources, to, uh, to call out, if you will, uh, these woke companies and expose them uh, to people that you know, aren't as, as informed as, as, as we might be. So that's just one thing I would add to that. But, for, but thank you for joining us, Pastor Eric Allen, on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It was great speaking with you, and we look forward to speaking with you Thanks again so, soon. Thanks for the invite. Have a great day. Friends, a lot of food for thought. Well, we're going to take that next break now. When we come back, we'll continue to be joined by Marjorie and Carla from Topaz Clinical Research on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. So please stay with us. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Great to hear from Pastor Eric Allen making his first appearance on the show. Hope you enjoyed that brief conversation with him. Of course, some some very substantive topics that we were talking about and um, very important things. Um, before we go back to Marjorie and Carla from Capaz Clinical Research, I want to, of course, tell you about our friends Vito and Rhonda over at Network Sound and Video. Of course, as we all know, many of us, myself especially, have wonderful memories that are now stored on either just old pictures, you know, stuffed in boxes in closets or wherever, uh, old, uh, you know, albums, if you will, um, in addition to things even on things that were high-tech at the time and are now way uh, way out of date, such as VHS tapes, um, even 8-millimeter film, 16-millimeter film, all these kinds of things many of us have, and we can't even use them anymore because they're not up to date. Uh, you know, they're not um, adaptable to relevant technology. Well, Vito and Rhonda can solve that problem for you over at Network Sound and Video. Uh, they can get it on modern, up-to-date um, technical uh, material, if you will, that you can use in your computer. You can see it every day. You can share it with your family and friends uh, around the country and around the world. And I urge you to get over to see them if you are in the situation. Of course, they're located over on Ronald Reagan Boulevard, 2520 Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. You can call them at 407-834-8555. That's 407-834-8555. If, if you call during business hours, a live person will answer the phone. And, and of course, you can always find them at networksoundandvideo.com. Network Sound and Video, where your memories 
last forever. Now back to Marjorie Guzman and Carlo Francisco of Topaz Clinical Research. Now, um, Marjorie and Carla, can you talk about, um, you know, just kind of the path that, that you took to Marjorie specifically to get involved in clinical research? I know you've, you've mentioned your background in the military, and I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, um, actual May will be a military appreciation month. So and I appreciate your service, Marjorie. Thank, thank you, you for your service for, to you. defend my freedom. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, exciting conversation there with a pastor. Um, well, yeah, I, I was in the um, military back in the, in, in the 80s, and um, I have had what I tell people 20 different careers. Um, you know, when I got out of the military, I actually became, you know, a welder. I worked in the shipyard. Uh, I worked in general dynamics, building submarines, and... Um, Eventually, as I got older, I went to college and I went to work at a, as, a, as a med tech. Um, I worked in a hospital for a little bit and I thought, well, you know, this is just not for me. So I went um, to a little town called Hampton, South Carolina, and um, I met one of the local doctors there and he mentioned to me, um, you know, do you know anything about clinical research? I had no idea what it was, but, you know, with that military background, I know how to read protocols and I know how to follow procedures. So he gave me the Code of Federal Regulations um, so that we can know what it takes to run clinical research. And he said, this is the information I have. I read that entire um, Code of Federal Regulation. I said, I can do this. So we opened up a little clinical research site in South Carolina for the doctor, and um, we started bringing in patients. Um, I went out and talked to people in the community about what we did, why we were participating in clinical research. So, I mean, there's a passion behind it. I've gone to churches. I've gone to Rotary Clubs, you know, to talk to people about clinical research um, because it's something that I love. And after working there for a couple of years, I went back to the city of Charleston, which was a little bit bigger. I had older children by then, and they wanted to go back to the city. And I went to work at the um, hospital there doing research. And um, eventually I thought, you know, we I had lived in South Carolina for 20 years. I said, let me, um, I, I love Florida. Let me just move down to Florida. So we ended up down in Miami. And um, in Miami, I, I worked at the company where I did all of the regulatory documentation with clinical research. And after that, then I went to work for a pharmaceutical company. Um, I worked for a pharmaceutical company and I was what they call a monitor where we would audit and monitor um, all the work that little clinical research sites or just any clinical research site in the United States um, were doing for any of the protocols that we're doing. Um, I did that for about 15 years. I think it's 15, 16 years. Um, I became a contractor. I still am a contractor. I do take um, contracts on the side where I do go and, and still audit um, sites. And um, that's how I got into it. But I still always wanted to go back to opening up a research site for myself, but I also wanted to do it in a community where I would make a difference. Um, that's where my passion was. I could have opened up a big, re I tell everybody, I could have retired in Miami with a big research site down there, but that's not what's in my heart. My heart is coming to a community, making a difference, bringing something to the community that is I see as a need. And I saw that we had clinical research sites in Orlando, but nothing in this part of town. Um, and especially with Apopka and, and seeing the growth that Apopka was having, um, I wanted to be a part of that growth. And so we brought in clinical research and we we're able to, you know, we, we put our offices, like we, you mentioned, is 2513 East Semeron Boulevard. But we are in a location where we're, everybody's about 30 minutes away from us, from any highway, right? Because I, I looked at a map and I said, there's a need here. 
um, and I want to make a difference, and I also want to bring information about clinical research. Um, I, I don't think that anyone really puts much thought when they take a Tylenol, they take a pill, or they take anything and say, oh, I'm just going to take this medication, or my doctor prescribed this, what it took for that medication to get approved, what the, the, all of the documentation that went behind getting something approved. Um, I tell people all the time, it's like, do you know that it takes almost 10 years for any medication to be approved? And unfortunately, there have been so many medications that we're thinking, oh, this is going to be wonderful. But because of the data that wasn't collected correctly or maybe something just wasn't right, the FDA didn't approve it. So we're talking about millions of dollars and years and years of clinical research that go into any medication. So I I challenge anyone to when they go to the store and get um, um, some type of medication or prescription medication, what it took and also read that little insert. And see what it took because a lot of these inserts talk about their clinical research that and the years. And, and if you research that medication, it'll tell you all the years that it took for anything to get approved. So anyway, so this is my my short story. I, I, I try to say it as fast as possible because there is a passion behind what we do. We want to make a difference. We want to bring something to the community. And like I mentioned, um, what what is needed in the community? I don't want to bring in a study that's not, you know, that no one's going to want to participate in or that it's not going to make much of a difference you know, or that I'm going to say I'm looking to retire. Um, That's one of the things that we noticed when COVID came about. Um, We saw a lot of research sites opening up all over Florida. A lot of people jumped in on the COVID bandwagon, I like to call it. Um, Everybody was bringing in COVID studies. We decided as a group and, you know, speaking to our doctors and everyone that we didn't want to bring a COVID study to our site because we had babies coming to our site. So we just wanted to make sure that everyone was going to be safe. Um, but also there is, you know, with all of this, this information with COVID out there, um, I also have the fear that hopefully we're doing the right thing and that we're bringing the right thing to the community. So that's really my, my, my stand on, on, you know, I have a passion for clinical research. Everyone that works with me, they love what they do and they're, you know, everyone that comes to our site, they love people and they love what they're doing in clinical research and the difference and hopefully the change that they're going to create in clinical research. Very interesting. You know, and, and two great things there. One, you know, pursuing your passion and then and being persistent to do it. But then also, you know, finding um, a location yes. um, that, that where you can serve serve people well. Yes, yes. And I mean, and then Carla, you know, Carla is my daughter. And where you um, can she, fill, fill a need. Yes, yeah. yes. And she's, you know, she's been in clinical research since she was 12 years old. So, you know, her passion is just as uh, uh, as much as mine. I mean, and then we have, you know, our nurse, Christy, who is from Apopka. You know, she's generational Apopka and, you know, yeah. from Apopka and, and our doctors and our nurses, you know. So everyone has that that's working with us has a passion for working in clinical research. And, um, and, and we hope that we're going to make a difference. You know, and, and once again, you can find all about them at topazclinicalresearch.com. And they're just very easy to find. They're on Highway 436 uh, in the uh, Apopka area, on kind of the west side of Apopka, uh, very near Hunt Club area of Apopka, Altamont Springs. And, of course, easily accessible, as, as Marjorie said, from numerous highways, everything from I-4 to 436 to the 429 mm-hmm. on, on the other, other exactly. side of town. Yes, yes. Well, Carla, it's been great to have you guys come over. Anything else you'd like to share before we uh, wrap things up? Thanks, Roger. Um, just also wanted to let everyone know we've been doing a lot on uh, social media. We're, we've got a, um, a person in the office now that's kind of taking care of our social media and going to start adding a lot more to it. So definitely follow us on our social media as well. On our Instagram, we're Topaz Clinical Research, and our um, 
Facebook, um, and but all of them, Instagram, Facebook, and and LinkedIn. We're we're Topaz Clinical Research. You can find us through that name, and um, we're also on um, another social media outlet, uh, Clubhouse, which is a new one um, that everyone's uh, kind of joining. Uh, Marjorie hosts on Mondays at eight p.m. Eastern. Um, she hosts a, a little show on there, um, and Clubhouse is just everyone talking. So it is kind of like it's like a. A, I don't know, it's like a conversation, really, um, about research. And so there's other research professionals, but also people who are interested in just talking or learning about research join that. So it's it's Keeping It Real in Clinical Research with Marjorie Guzman. Um, <laughs> you can find it on there, and it's Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, um, where she goes on and she talks about clinical research. Very exciting. Well, thank you for being here to help help me and help our listeners get caught up on thank the great you. work that you're doing. Thank you for having Thanks, us. Roger. Thank you. We're excited. To, we were so happy to be invited back. And friends, you can, of course, find them once again at topazclinicalresearch.com. That's topazclinicalresearch.com. And they are right right on Highway 436 in the uh, Hunt Club Apopka area. Before we wrap things up, I had just uh, one more or two quick words of advice or suggestions of course, with Mother's Day rapidly approaching, two great places to help mom celebrate. One would be a wonderful dinner at Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And, of course, another great gift would be jewelry from Thompson Jewelers. And Derek and Bob and Vicki and all the great people over at Thompson will be happy. They would be thrilled to help you find the perfect gift for mom in a pleasant, non-pressure atmosphere at Thompson Jewelers. And of course, they're located in the Colonial Plaza Mall or Colonial Plaza on East 50 in Orlando and in the Hobby Loppy Shop Shopping Center on Highway 192, Kissimmee, St. Cloud. Friends, it's great to have you join us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show with our great guests today, Marjorie Guzman, Carla Francisco, and Pastor Eric Allen. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. <laughs> 